Welcome back to the Two Track Mind podcast feed. Uh, joining me shortly will be Edward Crawley. I just want to give a quick update before the show starts today, just to give you an idea of uh, what we're up to. Um, so as you probably know, the podcast is normally recorded by me and Ed together in a room with two mics. Uh, but given the current circumstances, we, we can't do that. Um, so we're sorry that it's taken a while for us to put out a new episode, but we wanted to make sure that we had something in place to be able to to offer the same experience that we normally do with the show. Uh, now, fortunately, the kind folks over at Zencaster have made their service free uh, during the current um, situation, and um, we've used that. So we've, we've given it a test, and we're quite happy with, uh, with what it allows us to do, which essentially is basically what you get normally from us, but with me and Ed in two separate rooms. Um, so check out the show. I hope you enjoy it, and uh, if it's working, obviously do let us know, and uh, we'll continue with this format for the time being. Uh, you can find us online at Two Track Mind Pods. Uh, I'm also at Liam Toms, and you can find Ed at Run With Ed. Uh, so here's the show. With me now, beaming in from the Isle of Purbeck. Would you call it the Isle of Purbeck where you live? I wear them. It's Ed Crawley. <laughs> Hi, how are we doing? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you, mate. Not too bad. You okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has been an ordeal getting here, hasn't it? Well, you, you didn't have to come anyway. You're, I assume you've just moved from one room to the other to take part in this today. Traffic was bad, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I had to get past the wife, go through the kitchen to my very Any... temperamental laptop. Any animals en route? The dog, he's been fed, he's happy. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's good. Uh, I, I miss seeing your face, though. Oh, well, we could, to be fair, we could have set something up so that we could actually see each other as well. If we've uh, this, really combined took, this. <laughs> this took long enough to set up. Let's let's see if this works <laughs> first before we try anything else. Yes, well, let's, in good faith, let's hope that it does. Um, yeah, so it's been a, it's been a while. <laughs> a yeah. lot's happened in that time. Yeah, I've, I think, you know, we've both been through a lot. You obviously uh, were able to work from home, so you, you did that sort of, you preempted the, all this and jumped on ship. And then uh, my eldest had a, a temperature and a cough for five days. Um, and sort of the last, I guess the last thing on my mind at that time was really, oh, we haven't done one for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I've... I think we, we put a message out, didn't we, maybe two, perhaps even three weeks ago now, saying that we were going to carry on with this. But I think it's just, you know, there's a lot of people that I listen to who do podcasts regularly who are still yeah. continuing and have almost done it without any sort of break. But for us doing it sort of as and when we find time, it's, uh, yeah, it's taken a little bit of just getting used to routines and stuff, hasn't it? And the new normal, so to speak, well, to exactly. find chance to do this yeah, and, and to get the tech working. Well, yeah, like uh, I was off for the uh, three weekends and the official turned out to be nearly 17, 18 days. Um, so we isolated. Um, yeah, and I think, again, the routine, it took it took like eight days for the boys to get used to just having us around all the time. I think that they were, it was, it was probably more mad for them than it was for me being off work. Um, so, yeah, I guess the routine and in the evenings I was just wiped. You know, I, I, yeah. but we're sort of 
the wife and I are back to work. However, I'm very limited. Um, I'm only doing emergency call outs, uh, really. Uh, but yeah, it's sort of, so this is my second day back at work today. Um, so it's quite nice actually to have, to have had this to look forward to. Oh, good. That's nice to know. <laughs> how, how are you coping? Cause you are able to work sort of from home, yeah. aren't you? I mean, my work hasn't really changed at all. And it, it's odd because at the weekend I tried to do, um, some bits and pieces around the house, just yeah. continuing sort of renovation work and all that sort of thing. And, um, I just, I felt absolutely zonked after it. And it's just, I guess what I realized was like, I'm still working like Monday to Friday, the same as I was before. It's just, yeah. there's a lot of people that I'm seeing around that, uh, you know, posting online about twiddling their thumbs and not having anything to do and just sort of feeling like I'm in that same boat because, you know, we're, we're all kind of in the same boat and that is a lockdown on, but actually my free time hasn't really increased or decreased at all. Yeah, so so it's your your almost norm is now just waking up and going down to your makeshift office. <laughs> but you know, like I my commute to round the round the corner, as you know, to the office takes me about four or five minutes anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm gaining five minutes, but you know, I'm just staying in bed a little bit longer, so it doesn't make any difference whatsoever. I bet the, um, the cats are finding it a bit odd. Yeah. Yeah, mischief that <laughs> they used to get up to during the day suddenly. Well, hold on a second, he's here. <laughs> I've got a little bit of sympathy for obviously for for you guys and for some of my colleagues who have got kids um, and are working from home and obviously have that as a distraction. But don't underestimate how distracting the cats can be as well. Oh, I can only imagine you know, having cats previously. I, I can I can sure they can waste hours of of, of the day. There'll be a uh, an omnibus edition of Living with Colin coming very soon. Oh, I've, I've a... still yet to check out the series. Um... <laughs> cool, cool. Back to a previous joke there. Funnily enough, I I don't know whether um, people listening would have seen, but I've been creating a playlist of songs from previous episodes of Open Mics. Yes, and, this was. Uh, I, I, I've checked it out myself. So a lot of the sort of ongoing jokes and um, previous references are all sort of like very fresh in my mind from those first three episodes. And I just got to the one last night where we talk about um, uh, Living With Colin, the podcast. Imagine if no one gets these references because this is the first episode they've stumbled <laughs> upon. Like, I can only apologise. <laughs> we normally have two mics. Well, you've got a mic. I'm using the internal one on my laptop. But normally it's a mixer. It's very polished. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, to be fair, when we, when we did an audio test just a minute ago, the difference in quality wasn't too bad. So hopefully for people listening at this point, it's uh, at least listenable. Well, I can only take your word for that because uh, you are the host of this Zencast or whatever you want to yeah. call it. Um, and I'd like to start this off, if I may, uh, Go ahead. with a, a set of lyrics. Oh, so this is what's quite nice about doing this. I mean, I, I found in the last few weeks that the things that have kept me um, just sort of on track have been the things that I, I'm used to having in my life normally, like my podcast and, and things like that. So, you know, I think once you start reading these lyrics, people are going to feel a little bit more uh, relaxed and comfortable. And I, I've got a new accent, which I'm going oh, okay. to try. Right? Yeah. 
Picture perfect. You don't need no filter. Gorgeous. <laughs> Make them drop dead. You a killer. Shower you with all my attention. Yeah, these are my only intentions. Stay in the kitchen, cooking up. Cut your own bread. Heart full of equity. You're an asset. Make sure that you don't need no mentions. These are my only intentions. It's Shout like Daphne out. from uh, Frasier. I do a bit. <laughs> yeah. Right there, because the only reason I'm reading these are this next bit. Shout out to your mum and dad for making you. Standing ovation. They did a great job raising you. When I create your man muse. The oh, it sounds of... a bit like uh, uh, Paddy McGuinness now. Oh, well, I can go back to Daphne. Uh, oh, Mr. Crane. Mr. Crane. Can't Dr. nobody... Crane. <laughs> Dr. Crane. Can't nobody throw shade on your name in these streets? Niles. <laughs> Triple threat. You a boss, you a bay, you a beast. You make it easy to choose. You got a mean touch. I can't refuse. Any guesses who that might be? Um, is it a new song? Yeah, yeah, it's a new one. Uh, but I'll give you a clue. He's been featured before. Oh, I was going to go for Little Mix. Uh, oh, I looked at theirs, but it wasn't as funny as I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone that you featured for lyrics before. Oh, who says I featured him? Well, I did it. You did Bieber. Oh. Well, it's funny. I was going to say Bieber, but I, I I forgot that it was me that had done that one, not you. We should point out that's Justin Bieber. Uh, uh, are there any other to... Bieber? <laughs> um, uh, well, Bieber. I don't know I can think of. There's Hayley Bieber. That's his wife. But... Is he married? I don't know. I, I thought he was. Hot gossip. <laughs> this this happens quite often as well on the show that we start to, we start to go down the path and then we realise very quickly that we've got no idea what we're talking about. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it's his wife, is it? Well, I don't fucking know. Hold on, <laughs> what are you I'm asking just, me? I'm just seeing if I've saw, got a sound effect for hot gossip. Um, uh, to be fair, I, because I'm I don't know how how well you'll hear it. Hot gossip. Um, could you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not really sound like Barry White. Um, yeah, it's that stupid. App. I've still got that same app. I don't know why I haven't deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> Occasions like this. Um, but if you'd like, I could. Um, I've got some sort of. Uh, official stuff to talk about as well if you want it official in what sense well new album releases okay yeah i thought before we uh, i know that one of the things we'd like to to cover is a lot of these artists that have gone out of their way to do live streams um and i'd like that to be quite a big segment if that's okay with you (laughs) <laughs> um, let me just have a look at the running order. Oh, there's uh, there's not one. So you, you do as long as you want. Yeah. Um, so two albums that I've checked out since the lockdown is uh, Pearl Jam's Gigaton and Morrissey's I Am Not a Dog on a Chain. Um, 
<laughs> bit weird for Morrissey to go with a subdued title like that. Uh, <laughs> never one to be outdone. He's he's done it again. Um, and I'll go with Morrissey first because, unfortunately, like many of his more recent albums, there's moments of brilliance, but unfortunately, these are overshadowed by real. Oh, lots of songs of boredom. So it starts off with a track called Jim Jim Falls, which I think is... <laughs> Wait, Jim I... Jam's War? No. <laughs> Very appropriate for this uh, current age. No, Jim Jim Falls. And okay. I think it's it's a huge tune. I think it's amazing. It's such a good opener. Then it goes into the single, Love is on its way out. And then it really just uh, pitter patters around. It's a bit... The enemy described it as avant-garde, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a bit, I don't. It's not amazing. I probably you, won't. You're a big Morrissey fan, though, right? I so love you, Morrissey. You, I've, I've you, been, you can at least be uh, some sort of, um, you know, authority on what's good and bad. Yeah, I, 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 I've seen him live. I've got a lot of the arms. I've, I've been over to uh, bloody Antwerp uh, to watch him. So, you know, this is a man I've followed. Um, But, yeah, it's a shame. It's not great, but I don't think either of the last sort of three albums have been amazing. There's, Like I said, there's some real moments where I'm like, oh, this is going somewhere, and then it just sort of filters out. And he's got this thing at the moment. All right, I'll read you um, some of the track listing. So um, one in, obviously, the title track, I'm Not a Dog on a, uh, Dog on a Chain. He's got this thing where almost the first lyric is the name of the track. Okay. Like, like, Bobby, don't you think they know? He says something and then he goes, Bobby, don't you think? And it's like, and then I'm Not a Dog on a Chain starts off with the line, I am not a dog on a chain. <laughs> uh, uh, what is it? There's another one. Um, the Secret Music. That one starts off with it. What kind of people live in these houses? Just starts off with the, that's the first line. What kind of, and I'm just, and it's like, have you not? Uh, it's, Do you think it's possibly not, he turned it into the record label and they said, Morrissey, there's, there's, there's no titles. And he said, yeah, that's just what I'm going for now. And, and they basically had to come up with the titles and the best they could do was the first line of the lyrics. I, I, I honestly, it wouldn't put it past it, uh, past me <laughs> if he said that. Like, because for a while he didn't even have a label, so clearly he's not playing ball, you know. Um, but on a better note, Pearl Jam's Gigaton is beautiful. It is an oh, it's just it's such an amazing album. Um, I've seen a couple of reviews. A lot of them are giving it three out of five. They're saying there's a few songs that um, are good, uh, some are better. And I think, isn't that typical with most albums? Some are good, <laughs> some are good, some are better. Like, I, I think that was your review of Morrissey. Well, <laughs> no, I said there were some moments of brilliance and a lot of pitter-patter. Okay, so you're just going to more sort of further ends of the extreme then? Well, yeah, I've, I've picked up a thesaurus. Um <laughs> So again, opening track, amazing. Whoever said it, it's sort of typical Pearl Jam. I've, I've tried to come up with a way of describing it. I'm calling it grown-up grunge. So it's not like 
I, I don't know, it's not that heavy-hitting grunge that, say, they might have been once been famous for. Is it with, more um, like their uh, early stuff, or is it more like... Um, there's a Fixer? couple of tracks, there is a couple of tracks which are, but I would liken it out of the newer stuff. It's more like um, the album that Fixer came off. Um, but it's, yeah, it's brilliant. It's, um, it's their 11th album, which is, like, I thought, for some reason, I thought they almost might have done had more. Um mm. It's their first album in seven years. Um, I just, yeah, it, there's, it's a proper guitar album and Eddie's Vedder's vocals just sound like, I don't know, they're so warming. Um, it's, it's really, I don't know, it, but there's a couple of slower tracks. There's a track called Buckle Up, which is like, I don't know, it's almost near the end of the album, um, but it's stuck out. It's almost like a, a fiddly acoustic track. And even that sits well on the album. It's insane. Um, oh yeah, it's a great album. Uh, if you're a fan of Pearl Jam at all, and you you didn't like the first two singles of Dance of the Clairvoyance or Super Blood Wolf Moon, which I referenced the video on a previous episode, I think the last episode. Oh yeah. Um, if you haven't been a massive fan of those two tracks, and you thought, oh, I'm just going to give it a miss, don't don't give it a miss because those two tracks. I think this is very similar to the Green Day album as well, where we were a bit like, oh, unsure of the tracks. And then as a full body of works, those tracks don't even stand out. Do you know what I mean? Because hmm. um, I thought like, oh, yeah, by Green Day, suddenly in, in the context of the full album, it's it's not, yes, it's, it's a great track. But as a single, it was a bit of a surprise. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think maybe Pearl Jam, Dance of the Clairvoyance, which... I said had a bit of a funkier baseline and someone said, Oh, it's gone a bit funky for Pearl Jam. Suddenly as track three on an album, it doesn't even, you don't even notice it. Um, Every Pearl Jam track I've ever heard, and I can only think of a handful that I've ever heard, I've actually enjoyed, but I don't know why, for whatever reason, I've never uh, invested the time in listening to an album, but maybe I'll give this a go. Yeah, you should. Um, And then I've got two singles, um, but that's pretty much that I've got a blast from the past, but that's pretty much my bit done before we sort of, <laughs> uh, Oh, actually I've got something else, but I, I won't give that away. So my two singles, Billy Talent have released a new one while we've all is been this, on lockdown. Has the, uh, has the album come out yet? Or is this another, it's another, track? it's another single. Um, it's called, I beg to differ. And, uh, it's, I don't think it's got the impact as... Um, I can't even remember the bloody name of it now. Oh, what was that single I loved? Was that part was one and two? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. One and two. Um, one and two. It, this is just a, a straightforward rock track. There's, it doesn't. It's a really good single, and it's definitely on the right tracks, and I, I'm really looking forward to an album coming out with these tracks on but yeah it's just a great rock track it's very uplifting it's got uplifting lyrics if that makes sense yeah. you know we can do this you can do it let's get on with it that sort of stuff and then the other one while i was searching for these the shit lyrics um i'll, I'll, I'll give away my trade secrets here i basically go to that um thing on spotify editor's picks and I, right. and I click on the, the Friday one where they say new, uh, what is it called? Hot Hits UK. 
um, or New Music Friday, and I basically just listen to the the opening verse. Oh, you've ruined the magic now. I for me, I always just picture you in the van driving about. A song comes on the radio. Yeah, okay, interesting. Oh no, so Mel maybe nodding your head a little bit, a little what? bit, and then and then just a look of disgust, just like spreads across your face at the lyrics no 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 so stereophonics bust this town was exactly what you've just described <laughs> and and so the was original mel- and best and so was mel c um yeah, that was also good uh but the others i'm afraid i do have to do some digging for some of my material um but this was a track that started playing and it caught my attention and i was like all right I don't think the lyrics are going to be shit because you can sort of get a vibe for it. I've I've done five or six of these now and you get a vibe. I get a bit of a smile because I hear the intro and I think these are going to be shit. (laughs) But this song, this song. What's the giveaway normally? Ah, I don't know. The build up. Maybe they do a little harmony or something and you just go that hard. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) This is going to be gold. Oh, do me a (laughs) favour. But this track caught my interest for different reasons. I was like, I'll let this play out. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Um, it's P-O-W-F-U, so it's either Pau-Fu or Po-Fu. Oh, I've never heard of it. No, he's a Canadian chap. Um, and on his Spotify, if you try and find anything on him, uh, you know the old... Um, they get they give you a little blurb at the bottom, don't they? Yeah. And um, so his is alternative punk lo-fi hip hop romantic one milk two sugar type shit. <laughs> well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> He's got an Instagram, but literally, I tried to find like a wiki page or anything, and there's literally nothing. Someone described his music as this somber lo-fi so lo-fi has come up twice what the fuck is lo-fi uh it's, it's kind of what we were talking about before when we were trying to um set this up earlier on and i said the frequencies sound lower it's just like less um less sheen to it less less polished all right well his is somber lo-fi music or as he whoever set up his spotify one milk two sugar type shit <laughs> <laughs> that's that's again smacks of um, yeah, look, we need a description of your music for the um, for the Spotify page. I've not really got one. Can you just get the yeah. intern to write it? Yeah, he's, he's mixed it between. Yeah, he's mixed <laughs> it up between the bloody describing the music and the tea round that he's supposed to be doing. He's actually, he's left his uh, he's got a, his computer set to dictaphone, <laughs> <laughs> and he's there going, "How can I describe this alternative punk lo-fi, Tim?" Tim, do you want a cup of tea? Yeah, milk one sugar type shit. <laughs> and it's and he's pressed send, and it's recorded his, his response. Um, Excellent. But he's got 23 million listeners a month. Wow. Um, and he's a verified artist. Um, but the, the, the track is called Deathbed. And, you know... Cheery. Well, no, you. Well, actually, yeah, it's 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 not as it sounds, but you know, like the Miley Cyrus and the uh, the track, which I now, luckily, it's now twenty twenty, and I've it's managed like you're to. You're clicking away like a madman. What are you? What are you researching? 
No, I was I was clicking my pen because I just typed something out. You know that Miley oh. Cyrus track I got obsessed with, Slide Away? Oh, I had it on one of my walk um, in the sunshine yesterday. It's brilliant. How did... I still love it. Oh, you enjoy that one as well? Yeah, I think it's great. Probably one of my and... favourite uh, singles from last year. You never said that at the time, did you? Because at the time I hadn't made the connection of what it was, but I'd heard it on the radio a few times. And it's on my playlist now, so I, it comes on occasionally. And obviously the Post Malone track, Circles. Like, yeah, not so big on that one. No, no, but you know I just got suddenly obsessed by them? And mm. they were like my tracks of last year. I think this is a contender for being the next track I'm obsessed with. Um, okay, well, I'd, I'll, but, I'll have to listen anyway because I'm going to have to put it on our new playlist now. All right, well, uh, yeah, it prompted me to send it to someone else and say, you, I think you should listen to this track. Um, so I liked it enough to share it, and I'm sharing it now to whoever the hell manages to listen to this. Now, we can either save Blast for the Past for later, or I can do it now. All right, hold on a second. I, Because I, once you talk about new releases, I've got... Oh, yeah, a, crack uh, on. I've got something that I think, you know, this is this is a good service that we're providing here. Uh, and it comes courtesy of Banquet Records. They've um, issued a nice long list of uh, some of the big names that are due to release albums. And the uh, the dates, the release dates have changed, obviously, in light of what's going on currently. Um, so I thought I'd just, just reel off a few uh, that might be of interest to our listeners, if that's okay. Uh, yeah. In 1975, originally uh, scheduled for the 21st of February, uh, they put it back to April for some reason. Uh, that's now the 12th of June. Uh, Heim, obviously one I was looking forward to, 24th of April, that was due to be. They've gone all the way back to 21st of August. So, uh, yeah, quite a change there. Lady Gaga, 10th of April, due to come out this Friday. That's now yeah. to be confirmed. Okay. Um, however, the good news is, <laughs> due to release on the 17th of April, uh, yeah. put it back only to the 1st of May, so not long away, Jeffro Toll. I shit you not, there's a new Jeff Rotel album coming. Why? <laughs> I don't know, but I just thought it was so fitting given our uh, our appreciation of Jeff Rotel on the Christmas episode. Christmas episode, yeah. Um, yeah. Just quickly then, but for me, and I'm sure you'll have a better voice of reason, <laughs> people are in lockdown. The biggest way to currently access music is streaming. Yeah. Why are people, and bearing in mind... The postal service aren't, you know, saying we're not delivering vinyl or CDs anymore. I thought you were talking about the it, band, though. Now, is now not the perfect time to be releasing new music? Why are pit bands? I get putting gigs back. Obviously, they're not allowed to do them. But for me, and I've seen it with a couple of films that you know they've even pushed the DVD release back, and I'm like, get it on netflix get it on now get it on disney plus get it out there i've never watched so much crap you know i'm listening like i listened to the two albums in full uh you know without any distraction and i was like now is the time surely to release it give us something to listen to i think what it comes down to is pre-existing arrangements with uh promotional tours and that sort of thing because the Heim one, they'd started doing like a few TV appearances and all that sort of thing. Well, obviously that suddenly goes, doesn't it? And I yeah. expect probably the record labels want to continue to have that uh, exposure before they yeah. drop 
the release. But I think what you are seeing is perhaps more single tracks. I know the 1975 put one out on Friday, which when you listen to it, you wouldn't have thought they might, they would have put that out as a single generally. Okay. It's, um, it's a quieter sort of downbeat track. Um, I think they did that as a, you know, people are listening. People do want some new content, but maybe we'll save the, the full release for a month or two's time. You're completely right there about the films. And, and, I, and I see some of the films they've decided to put to digital quicker. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, doubt, I don't know how um, aware you'll be of this, depending on what the kids are into, but I see the Trolls World Tour. They've uh, given up on the cinema race for that, and that's gone straight to digital. Yeah, which uh, is mad, isn't it? Because we probably will end up watching that. Yeah, and I think it's Onward, a Disney film, has has gone direct to Disney Plus now. Oh, but right. obviously, uh, the the next big Marvel film, which is um, Black Widow, they've put back to November. Yeah, and I, I I do get it with new films like James Bond has been put back till uh, indefinitely. I think possibly I don't think it's next year, but I get that because they will you know they'll rely heavily on getting their massive budget back from that first yeah. weekend yeah and so i sort of get it with films um release dates for dvds and stuff i don't get and i, I do could get, be like production said, related like I've, I've seen some holds on on comic releases and that sort of thing where they're just not printing them at the moment well, that make that makes sense um i suppose I, like you say i think so obviously some of these albums if we were to look into it they would they probably were released halfway for a tour or something not just yeah. a press tour but an actual um yeah, yeah gig yeah. so i i did i sort of get it but i also think well, I'd, i mean now I, would i for, if i wasn't sorry so i was gonna say for the sake of just um comedic purposes i went for the ones that are like a little bit further down the line but i mean a few of them they're only put back by a couple of weeks so that might just be like a pressing thing like the, there might be like a slowdown on vinyl or something. Who knows? Yeah, that would make sense because, you know, I can't, unless they're a factory where there's very few workers um, and they can sort of tell whoever the governing body that, you know, we can be isolated and still do this job. Um, yeah. And we can't, well, we can't a lot, do it a lot from of vinyl home. Gets, a lot of vinyl gets pressed in um, uh, Czech Republic. So you've got, you know, as you say, yeah, different rules and different regulations in different areas. So... Yeah, yeah, there seems to be a lot of people doing this the whole, if you can't work from home, and obviously if you're producing vinyl, I doubt you could do that from home. Um, mm. But it's interesting. It's, it's, it's interesting how the, 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 world, the, the world of music has adapted to it. And obviously there's, you know, so, so, so many gigs. Yeah, and we were, we were discuss, discussing the other day that maybe some have been a bit quick to reschedule them for like august september yeah um and some green day have rescheduled some dates they did for 2021 but a lot of rescheduled sooner than you would have thought and i I don't know if they've jumped on getting the venues that they wanted and the venues have said well we've got cancellation now or something and they've jumped to get it and maybe next year these venues are going to struggle to fit all the bands in but um it's it's tough to know isn't it i mean i I think you know we we kind of spoke about this a couple of days ago, um, but yeah, I do. I I'm just sort of concerned for you know cause we don't we don't know how this is going to go, and you know even if things do start to improve a little bit, uh, whether we'll be able to have big events like that within the sort of timeframes that people are rebooking for 
it's it's just unclear and i just i feel so sorry for those people that are going to potentially have to reschedule again yeah well that, that that's the way it could go though yeah i i think it will potentially i mean i i, I get a feeling as well that you know the likes of um your festivals like slam dunk and stuff like if they if they can't run it in the september slot that they're looking at it just won't happen this year so i think maybe for those it's kind of like a last ditch attempt really to make that festival happen this calendar year because yeah, otherwise saw, it's, uh, it becomes next year's festival doesn't it i saw that a lot of the bands have rebooked there's a few missing for slam dunk but they've you yeah. know some for what you want to back in um actually they've managed to get a lot of the big hitters that they they had which i thought was yeah. quite good um, I think, but I think there's every chance that it just ends up that this year's lineup becomes next year's if if it's not possible to run it this year. Well, yeah, I noticed that Punk and Drublick hasn't um, confirmed yet. Yeah, because they say that's like, a, it's a bit trickier because they've got obviously other routine to figure out with that. Yeah, exactly that. But I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be too surprised if that just became a different stage if it was to go ahead this year. Um, yeah, with with some of the same bands, yeah. Yeah, quite potentially. Maybe Sponge and bands like that get bumped up to that stage rather than one of the lesser stages. Quite possibly. But, yeah, but it'll be interesting to see what happens with all these festivals. You know, Reading Festival, the lot. Glastonbury's obviously been postponed for the time being. And it is going yeah. to be interesting. Like, to be honest, a lot of, Slam Dunk's got the great thing where it is a one-day thing, whereas these bigger festivals, you can't really risk putting them on too late in the year can you because of the weather changes and the seasons and stuff it's like you can't no, completely right uh, you know it's uh, august normally back that bank holiday weekend for reading is normally decent but you start thinking about october time and you you're you're yeah, either going to get a sunny risk. one yeah yeah so i don't know how they can justify it but we'll see yeah, it's a weird one. But in the meantime, we've got lots of uh, streams to uh, enjoy. Almost too many streams to enjoy because I am way I'm, behind. I'm, I'm still catching up. You know, the Ben Gibbard ones, I make a point of really watching because I, I think what he... I'm, I did like the first couple uh, and I just haven't caught up at all. So I think I need to go through because he actually put the track listing. Maybe he didn't. No, I think he tells you which albums it's from. So I might have to be a bit selective. And dip into a few of those, but um, yeah. But there's a there's a Mike Herrera one, isn't there? That he did a first one. I think he's doing that weekly as well, and that's about an hour and twenty minutes. I've not had a chance to watch any of that yet. I haven't watched any of them. I didn't even know he'd done it. Yeah, I think it What's was. What's this? The other day, uh, it's just him just doing. I think it's called Life in Quarantine, which is a, um, a play on life in general. Obviously, the yeah. PX album. Um, but he also out of the blue, released a live album today from a gig in Texas, uh, obviously in the past. Um, so there's that as well. Oh, and talking of in the past, um, on this day in 1998... Is it the, uh, is George, the blast from the past? George, no, no, no. This is in this day <laughs> in this day in history. Oh, I was going to um, say, cause is there a jingle for that? Uh... Hold on. <laughs> See what I can come up with off the cuff. One <laughs> sec. One sec there. Uh, there's not a lot. I'll be completely honest. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear something a bit concerning. Yeah. 
I don't even know if it's playing. Um, no, I can't hear anything. I don't know why it won't play now. Oh, did you hear that? <laughs> yep. Loud and clear. All right. Well, here we go. So, in uh, from this day in history... <laughs> I've clapped before. <laughs> oh, hold on. This might work. From this day in history... Sorry, did someone just get shot? Well, no, I did a, I did a, a gong and then I fired that. Oh, hold on. This works better. From this day in history. George Michael was arrested at the Will Rogers Memorial Park for committing a sex act in a public toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Michael later said I was followed into the restroom and this cop, well, I didn't know he was a cop at the time obviously, started playing this game. I think it's called I'll show you mine, you show me yours. <laughs> from this day from this day in history. <laughs> Points for effort. Well done. I can also give you some more if you want. Oh, go on then. From this day in history. UK pop idol runner-up Gareth Gates was at number one (laughs) on the UK singles chart with his version of Unchained Melody, making Gates the seventh act to have a... Have... 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 A top 40 hit with the song. Was that it? Was that the point of it? (laughs) I've got more. Where are you getting these from? No joke. The site is called This Day of Music History. (laughs) Oh, right. But have they put the jokes in or have you adapted them for your own use? I've adapted them, haven't I? Oh, good effort. Good effort. Um, Here we go. You can have... the, The thing is, some of them aren't... You can't really work with them as material. I'm, I'm impressed uh, with what you've worked with so far, to be honest. Well, hold on. Here we go. Bruce Springsteen, on this day in 1981, uh, had just started his um his first full-scale tour in Hamburg. Where's the joke in that? Well, there isn't one. <laughs> that concludes that segment. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> I missed this one out. How have I missed this one out? All right, ready? From this day. Oh, hold on. From this day in history. What is is that noise supposed to be? That's a drum roll. Fucking hell. It didn't sound like one. Well, trust me. This sounds like a typewriter going fucking haywire. This one is brilliant. Wait. Right. During a European tour, oh, on this day in 1988, during a European tour, Alice Cooper accidentally hung himself in a rehearsal when a safety a safety rope snapped. He dangled for several seconds before a roadie saved him. <laughs> there we go. That's all I got. 
access. All right, let's let's, 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 let's I can see I can see that. So let's have a proper blast from the past. Oh, I've pressed the wrong blast. Oh, oh. for fuck's sake! <laughs> blast that from the past. I probably preferred that one actually. All right, well, this is blast from the past. If you're looking for an album, I, I sort of straightened my back then to make it a bit more serious. It did come across. All right. I thought he's got his shit together now. After the success of Blast from the Past with Smash Mouth, I'd like people to go back and check out an album which, in fairness, did get a lot of acclaim and was a big album. But I'd still like you to go check it out anyway. It's a bit more of an obvious one. But Hundred Reasons, Ideas Above Our Station. An album which I personally think could maybe have eight singles on it. You know. Yeah. yeah songs I'm like Dissolve, If I Could Falter, I'll Find You, even later tracks like Drowning. And then on top of that, you've still got, obviously, Silver, which was the big single for it. Um Hang on, Did, wasn't this in our uh, our first episode? Was it not one of the top five debut albums? I think it was one of yours, wasn't it? No, I, I thought it was one of yours. No, I think it made the shortlist. Okay. Yeah, but the two big singles from that album were Avalanche and Silver. But literally, you go through the album, any number of them could have been singles. It's madness. 2002 it was released. Um, I think it was early 2002, but I I could have Googled that. Um, Early 2002 will go with anyway. And obviously they went on to do so many festivals, playing quite high up at like Reading. They played Glastonbury, you know. And um, yeah, I I think when I thought back to it, I didn't think it was as old as 2002. And I think listening to it today... Um, because I was thinking of what album I might choose. And I was going to do this, or I was actually going to go with um, Sum 41, All Killer, No Filler. Because, again, I know it's a really obvious choice, and it was a massive album at the time, but that's from 2001. Um, And I just think it's a great album. And I think sometimes these almost more obvious albums sometimes get overlooked um, so I was sort of thinking of one to do and I ended up with 100 Reasons and I was listening to it and I was just like, oh my God, it's it must have been so difficult for them to follow up this album because every track is pretty much massive. It's interesting because I remember reading something uh, years ago that was talking about the next album, which I think is called Shatterproof is Not a Challenge. Am I right? Yeah, that is that's the next one. Because Kill Your Own was after that. Yeah. And that basically on that second album, they kind of just tried to rewrite the first album to replicate what they'd done. And if you listen to it track by track, it does kind of follow the same sort of uh, blueprint. Uh, Yeah. But it's also also a good album. I do. Yeah. Well, (laughs) songs like Bloody What You Get. You know, you can't dismiss that as anything other than just a massive single. Um, I think it's a good album. I, I, I kill Your Own, I'm, um, I do like, 
like the perfect gift is the big one from yeah, that. Yeah, they changed it? it up a bit. They changed it up a bit on that album, didn't they? It was sort of and heavier. And what was the, um, uh, the the fourth quick, quick the word sharp the action? What was was it? No way back. Yeah, that was a good single. Was, yeah, and that was that. It's amazing, really. Within five years, they released four albums, and then they were done in two thousand and seven. Hmm. Uh, they obviously toured for a bit longer, um, but you saw them. Um, not so long ago, didn't you? Why you say that? It was 2012, and that was when they did the 10 oh. year anniversary of. Um, oh, it, oh, it was. It was. It was a while ago. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I know. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like eight years ago. But uh, yeah, well, this yeah. is what I mean. I didn't think Ideas Above our, um, our Station was 2002, and then you you sort of think about it logically, and you go, Oh, it clearly was. Yeah. Well, it was when I saw them. Was it that? Uh, Banquet Records did a one-day festival, didn't That's they? That's it. Kids it played near, it, didn't they? Yeah, it was near Epsom or somewhere like that. Um, and kids in glass houses, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Not just, Not just a bunch of kids. <laughs> it was a really weird one, that festival, because it it didn't actually attract that many people. But I, I don't think they... I don't think financially they took a hit on it because it was all set up for... Um, another festival that happened the weekend and then I think the bank holiday Monday they did their thing I've got a feeling that's right I might be wrong um, so was, but, it, was it not busy well not really like yeah it, is, it was maybe like at half capacity of what it could have been um, oh, that's a shame but it was really good for food like they they at the time <laughs> this is... <laughs> every cloud <laughs> Well, there was. I did. I'll go through some of the bands I saw in a minute. That'd be a blast in the past year. Um, but it was at the point where every festival you went to, and I remember going to Slam Dunk a few times around this era, and all you could get was chips, chips yeah. and sausage, and that was it. Right? Oh, beautiful. Go to this uh, this banquet all day, and they had like all these d- different street food vendors. When it was still quite a niche thing, so like you could get a burrito or like I don't know, falafel and you know, different like nationalities, cuisine and stuff. And yeah, I was like, oh, this is what a festival should be like. And to be fair to Slam Dunk, last year the food was really good there. It's probably one oh, of the yeah, best so. things about it. Oh, fantastic. Well, they went a, bit more, churros. went a bit more Grows Rock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was good for yeah, the food. Food was good at Grows Rock. Again, that was the same year that I went to Grows Rock as the banquet event. Probably um, a busy year. Yeah, it was. I saw some good stuff at the banquet. I saw um, Neville Staple. Oh, did you? From the specials, yeah. He basically played yeah. all the specials hits. Uh, good on him. Who else I see? The Computers. That was really good. Yeah, you liked um, them for a bit, didn't you? Yeah. It was because of that show. Who else you see? Oh, memories. Um, well, you no, saw I'm two bands then. <laughs> the Lagan. They were like an Irish kind of dropkicks flogging Molly. They were really good. They're still going. No, thank you. Um, that's it. I'm exhausted now. I can't remember any others. Um, have you uh, have you been doing many quizzes during this um, this downtime? Yeah, I've done a couple. They've kind of gone up in popularity, haven't they? Yeah. Do you want um, do you want one of my questions that I wrote? Well, yeah, go on then. And then I've got a uh, I've got a quiz for you. Oh, that's brilliant! All right. Uh... All right, I'll do a two-parter, if you want. 
How Long Did Candle in the Wind by Elton John stay at number one in 1997 when it was altered and re-released following the death of Princess Diana? Was it A, 5, B, 11, C, 7? Well, 7 was my guess in my head, so I'm going to go 7. It was only 5. It was A, 5. And then I think I've talked to you about this one, so uh, you can either play dumb or come straight at me. But let me read the options out because some of them are funny. What song did it keep off the number one spot in what still is a record-breaking gap of sales between one and two? Was it The Verve, The Drugs Don't Work, Will Smith, Men in Black, or Dario G, Sunshine? I feel like this came up recently. I swear I told you recently. Yeah. Well, go with the one that would make it why I told you. Oh, Dario G then. Yeah. You asked me about the song. You asked me who it was. Yeah. What? Could you imagine being Dario G? Bloody Diana. (laughs) I did a classic one for me dad. Which comedian had a number one hit with the song Dizzy? Was it A, Vic Reeves, B, Tim Vine, or C, Eric Idle? (laughs) Did he get it right? Yeah, he got it right. Fair play to him. Oh, this was question eight, and I made Christy um, read it out. Who wanted, uh, in? sorry, in 1998, who wanted you to suck on his chocolate salty balls? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. There was... There was no multiple choice for that one. Well, I remember hearing that on the radio for the first time, and no lie, I thought it was an advert. (laughs) It does sound that way, like meatballs or something. Yeah. I was like, fucking, this advert's going on for a long time. Christ, it's vulgar as well. But no, I I wrote the music round. It was was good, actually. Um, Well, this this quiz I got for you, it's, um, it's not really like a general knowledge quiz. It's more of a profile quiz. Okay. But it's not guess on... this person from their profile, is no, it? No, 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 you no. Know, you're you're going to hold up a silhouette. It's questions for you, <laughs> and based on your answers, it will uh, it will give you a result, okay? An answer. Okay. So, uh, yeah, crack on. The quiz is, right? Mm-hmm. Would you, Hello? would you oh. like... <laughs> I am here. I'm just trying to find it. Uh, would you like A, the band, right? So this this is a thing that was sent out in uh, I don't know like ninety eight or something when their first album oh. came out, right? To ask Current. people, would they like the band A? Now we know you like the band A, but let's find out, shall we? Uh, right. <laughs> oh no! Okay, it starts. Holy shit! Answer the following: Are you one? You ready for this? Yeah. Star Wars loving. Come on, are you Star Wars loving? Wait, is there another option? Uh, yes or no? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I really enjoy Star Wars, so I guess I'm Star Wars loving. Okay, that's one point. Uh, snowboard riding. I'm a skier, so that's a no. Yeah. Close. <laughs> Pizza eating. Yes. You weren't in 95, though, were you? Or 98, well, whatever this was. Am I answering now, or No, I'll or let, then? You do, let you do it now. Oh, good. So, pizza eating, I'll give you, yeah, so two. Uh, Simpsons watching. 
Uh, well, if I can go back, I used to watch it religiously, but now not so much. So I guess yes. If okay. It's like Family Guy. If it's on at 10 and I'm not watching anything else, I'll leave it on. I dipped into a bit of Simpsons with my dinner tonight. It was uh, the Mr. Sparkle one. What a classic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Classic episode. Uh, right. Sorry. Five. Uh, Beach Boys Listening. No. Mm. I can name the singles, but I wouldn't say I listen to them. Right. Six. Very appropriate for six. Satan Worshipping. Oh, God. Um, no, I don't think so. Okay, three for three so far. Hair dyeing. <laughs> yeah, we know this one. Well, no, I'm, I'm not anymore, oh, but yes, I have done it. Yeah, okay. I'll give you four. <laughs> Head banging. Yeah. Yeah, you like a bit of that, don't you? Uh, me- <laughs> melody humming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and finally, rock adoring. Yes. Okay, you have scored... Oh, what are you drinking? Uh, Amstel. Yeah. Probably going to guess As I that. have done every night for the last 20 days. <laughs> right. <laughs> Seven, you scored. Okay. Ooh. Let's have a look. Six. Oh, okay. All right. I'm just trying to work out how they do this. This is on the A analysis. Okay. So you scored seven. You're going to love it. Oh, good. I do. Okay. For for a guaranteed A fan, you needed to score at least eight out of ten. Um, oh. If you'd got four out of ten, though, or four or five out of ten, it would have been, excuse us? And if you scored two or one, total loser. Well, I am. No, that, that, anyone who scored one or two, total loser by this. So there you go. That yeah. was... Um, that was a quiz that was put together for signing up for A's mailing list back in, yeah, probably 98, I'd have thought, 97, 98. Oh, I like that quiz. Good one. I thought you might. There we so, go. So, yeah. <laughs> we have, I've just realised we sort of danced on the streaming of Ben Gibbard and Mike Carrera. We've discussed the ones we haven't caught up on. We've not even mentioned the one we actually have watched. <laughs> I've watched... What about three or You've four? You've watched two Franks, haven't you? I've done more than that. I've done four Franks now. Because I did the first one that he did when he was still um, technically on tour. Because uh, he had to basically cancel the end of his tour. Yeah, where he made a monstrous amount of money for the, the touring lineup. That's right. Uh, not as much as he made for joiners the other night. It was about, I think it was like 11 grand. But I don't know whether that was including what they'd raised no, already. No, for the... They made, he made like tw- uh, 20 grand for the oh, tour right. one. Oh, I thought it was only like yeah. four grand for that one. Bloody hell. No, honestly, I no, thought, was it double? Um, he might have wanted 10. Yeah, he wanted 10 and it made like 20 grand or something. Yeah, right. But obviously yeah. they, were pulling in view- they were pulling in viewers from the other bands as well. Yeah. So okay. I guess there was, uh, there was more bands, meaning probably more viewers. Yeah. Uh, but then I watched the, he did like, it wasn't a stream of him playing now. It was the stream of his 2000th show at Nottingham Rock City. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, I saw that. So, so good. What I think that is probably one of the best live shows 
well, that whole tour, because I, I went to the Salisbury date of that tour, and that, yep. it was just faultless. Because there's been times when I've seen oh. him where it's not been as good as other shows. Still good. Yeah. But this was, yeah, another level. Just something about it was just perfect. Uh, no, actually, I watched um, I watched some of it, and I did think it was a good uh, a good set. And I think it was just a good recording as well. Because sometimes you get a live yeah, really, show. Yeah, really good shit. recording, actually. Yeah. Even, um, even the... A- uh, even like the how it was shot was really good because it's a smaller stage and it was like sort of like quite fast paced. Because sometimes you watch a live show and it's bloody boring if it's in like one camera, like or like one or two cameras switching between each other, you just get a bit bored. I oh, know. He, 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 I guess they knew it was going to be a DVD, so he made the most of it, didn't he? Yeah. No, that was really uh, but it good. Was, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I obviously absolutely adored, um, and obviously your recommendation of being able to do the Facebook lives onto the TV. Um, watching Sleepers for the Week yeah. was just amazing. Just remember how good and how well those songs hold up all these years later. Well, even the ones um, that he doesn't play that often, like they still sound great. Like you knew which one I love. Ladies of London Town. Ladies of London Town. It's a uh, belter. But worst things happen. You know, worst things happen at sea. Here and here and that. I was belting it in our lounge absolutely belting it and just like i was talking to christy i was like i remember seeing this song at this festival and you know i cried watching this song (laughs) and like each song i was just like just sat there happy i was like it was the most surreal evening so now sat there watching someone in their lounge yeah so what he's doing now is every thursday is a different album but this week i I love that he's not going straight into purchase the deed he's doing a show of um Tracks from the For, first, first three years. First three years, yeah. So that's for the, uh, the Winchester. Uh, the railway in Winchester. Yeah. In, sorry, yes. The railway in Winchester. Yeah, the Winchester was a pub, was a pub in uh, Bournemouth that's long gone, sadly. Yeah, many a good night. Uh, not as many as the Drummond, but that's a story for another time. Well, hopefully he'll obviously do one for the Drummond. Um, <laughs> my thoughts are with the Drummond in this time. If he doesn't, perhaps we ought to. <laughs> Maybe maybe the next ha- podcast will be for the uh, raise of money for the Drummond, for the Drummond, uh, and all night. that sailed, and all that sailed in her. <laughs> um, but what else have I watched? The slot face one was amazing. That was really good. I I haven't watched that. What's that one? Uh, that was them basically sort of like semi unplugged, but uh, but full band because uh, they oh, were cool. able, they were able to get together to do that. Uh, yeah, and again, the sound was amazing on that. Really good. I guess they'd properly like mixed it and like run it through like a, you know, mixer and all that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, if they've got the time and the energy to do that, that that's obviously going to help things, isn't but it? But they could only do forty-five minutes because they told um, Haley, the uh, the front woman's neighbours, that uh, <laughs> that they were doing it, and they said that they'd be done within forty-five minutes. So it wasn't that long, but it was good. Uh, <laughs> um. Have you you say you've only caught up on a couple of the Ben Gibbard ones? Yeah, yeah. There seems to be this ongoing concern, and I hope it is that that he's anything. coughing quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. I thought this in the and first I, one I watched. I was like, oh, hang on a second, is he okay? Um, but he's been doing them for for some time now, and the cough. He said, "Oh, I've had this cough a little while." So I'm hoping he's all right, but it's definitely every so many comments on the live stream. It's like, Ben, I'm concerned about this cough. 
I do find I tend to comment watch on a lot of these, and some of them are madness. Yeah. Yeah, some, yeah, some, some are more entertaining like, than others. Oh, definitely. Um, you, you you went to check out the Sam Duckworth get Kate where Kate fly one, but you yeah, um, unfortunately the sound wasn't quite there. I don't know if the connection or or what it just the the guitar just sounded so um, oh, I don't know tinny tinny that I just I didn't want to sit there and um, struggle. Well, as so we as we proved tonight, this is the sixth link you gave me, and we ended up waiting five minutes to see if it was a Wi-Fi buffering thing. Um, and lo and behold, this feed eventually, hopefully, is sounding okay. But it, we had it, some real tricky sound problems, even with just basic equipment. Yeah. So to for him to try and you know, it clearly is. It's amazing that he was he he was went to the effort, and I think for the homeless charity he was doing it for, I think it's a great thing because obviously. Yeah, it, I, I think, think he still made his target as well, so that was good. Oh, that's good because actually, I, I I said this to Christy, my wife, and I was like, "Oh, he's doing it for this," and got me thinking. You know what? As silly as it sounds, there's no one on the streets. These guys who are genuinely homeless, who are reliant on the generosity of people going into a shop and coming out with some spare change, they already struggle in the modern day society because of contactless and Apple Pay and stuff, and now they've got no one walking by their corner you know who might say oh here's 50p mate go and get yourself a coffee or whatever so these shelters and these places that put up beds and stuff it is i thought it was a really good charity it was a a unique one um Mm. because i've seen a couple of streams and i've gone "Uh, you know i understand why they're doing it but it doesn't work for me but it's uh, you know I thought that was quite commendable of Sam. So it's a shame that the um, the sound wasn't quite as good as others that have been out. Yeah. Um, but hopefully maybe he gets it sorted and does it again. Oh, what was that sound then? You get a message. Oh, I, ju- I just got a text. Sorry. That's all right. I thought I was on silent. Um, yeah, so hopefully he, maybe he uh, listens back and thinks, oh, what can I do to improve this? And maybe messages someone like Frank and says, look, how did you get it sorted? Well, it's incredible, though, isn't it? Really, like the technology that we've got, and I, I can't count the amount of times that the thoughts crossed my mind through all of this. That you know, if this had all happened twenty, thirty years ago, that we wouldn't have, um, you know, the the home comforts that we've got now and the ability to do this sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Um, oh, it'd be a struggle, wouldn't it? So, trying to set that up as a neat little segue, um, the wonders of technology. Artificial intelligence. Would you like to hear the top 40 as created by AI? Yeah. I won't say no. <laughs> Good. I'm not, I'm, not an it... idi- I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it might have been a bit awkward. Um, so this is the top 40 hits as created by artificial intelligence. So none of it is real. A computer was left to, to generate this itself. Right. I'm going to do the whole countdown from 40 down to 1. Oh, my God. Are you? you, Yeah. Are you ready for these? Right. At number 40, it's Breek featuring Davis Bally, the Tory sound. At 39, it's Beating Clouds, (laughs) Hard You. In at 38, Ade the Bean, Wandy. At number 37, a recognisable name, Prince with Money. Number 36, it's the Binstenders Rams with Knives. 
Jack Breen's at number 35 with Shower, Don't. What the hell is this? Stop me if you've heard this one. It's Swick Belly featuring Sean and Nias, 000. Following them at number 33, it's Marmin Dixie's and the Millin Boy. At number 32, what? The Canny, <laughs> Got of Cons. Swap band Sorry. featuring Arona Humpy. It's uh, Aunt in the Contrious. The Bammy Mix at number 30 with Bat Love. Rick Morena, Go Callison at 29. Dance and the Blame at 28 with How Sour Mountain. Pandal Donga. Number, just quickly. <laughs> Good I need to breathe. How have, the, how have these been created? It's just like artificial intelligence. Like you see, like um, I've seen one where they've they've tried to get a computer to artificially write a script for an episode of scrubs and it's based okay. it's based on the computer having knowledge of everything yeah so oh, okay. right so it's got every single top 40 there's ever been and it's generating it based on that knowledge okay all right now it makes sense because before i just thought you were absolutely <laughs> off your head on drugs <laughs> do you want to hear some more yeah crack up. come on you're a top 10 you talk, you talk the top 10 do you well, you, I think I left you on uh, thirty-four. Uh, Twenty-seven. All right, I'll, I'll do the top ten oh. then. All right. Well, no, go. Well, I, I thought I didn't. I think I, I, I sort of passed out for a second. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so, so, if you're as far as twenty-seven, you might as well just crack on now, and people ugh. decide if they're going to if they're going to use the fifteen-second skip button. <laughs> right, number twenty-seven. Pandal oh, Donga, <laughs> World the Rice. At 26, it's Gil Seller with Balling, Stone Feet. Have we? I thought we had them already. Anyway, Stone Feet. Oh, there might be another one for them. Well, they've got another. They've but, got another. <laughs> they're, they're at 25 with Sour the Mellist. Joel Gitz at 24 with E Pouring. Marika 17 like at 23 one. with Song and Love. Watch out for Starlin. They're in at 22 with She Don't Get Off Stop. the Line. Sorry, watch out for Starlin. No, sorry, Starlin is the band's name. Oh, I was about to say. One of your favourites, The Puss. They're at 21 with I, Um. Sandy Bats at 20 with Hoint in the Mesting. Bob and John in at 19 with Crown of the World for Lever and the Solomony. <laughs> Something's just Great nonsense. Right? Great hit, song, that one. The hit of the summer, it's Candy Waller Darrett at 18 with What of the Love the Beat Are. Trina Kander at 17, Hard I Love Love. Clary featuring Sorry? Key Satine at 16 with Feelize the Poon. Look, I can't stop because I'm on a real roll here. Sally at 15 with Mind Slug. You Don't Swill, it's Duvis John and the Macaroni at 14. One Can't Ship, Decent Frick Band <laughs> at 13. Joan Misha, Preman to Les at 12. 11, it's Furs <laughs> with Gary and the, 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 the Borderer. Now, there's a lot of there's in that, but there's a band right now in the charts that I don't know if it's in the charts, but I keep saying called Pigs, 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 Pigs. So it's not that mad, is it really? Yeah, no, I've, I've checked them out. Right, okay. Number nine, uh, oh no, number 10, sorry, for the sour, it's the Friendery. Again, I think we've had them already. Yeah, they're doing well. I don't know if we've had the Friendery. Either that or I'm just going slowly mad. Uh, Love and the Barely Bent, it's at number nine <laughs> with the Will of the Beat. Right, oh, get, getting lovely. close now. Number eight, Lube for Dongan works sorry lube for dongan he's at number eight with works call of the shangan they're back at seven with me bold kender brothers (laughs) with their big hit billion sex at six 
Chow Rickett. Oh, he's just been knocked off the top spot. He's down to five with a rod in all haste. The Diver come featuring Mandy Feely and Memmy Star. What a great big lineup that is. They're at number four with the Just Do One. We're almost there. <laughs> just do one. I've been sat on this for weeks, mate. Even before all this kicked off. This was going to be on I'm the next gonna... episode. Some of these are future oh, song titles for me. Right, okay. Right, number three. This is the big countdown now. The Robbers Brothers, they're at three with Furry the Ming. Bert and the Simple <laughs> Brown. They're at number two with I Love You, which means we've got a brand new number one. It's Elay with Chonter in the Wind. That's incredible. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if you've just made that whole thing up and that is just what you've been doing while you're meant to be working. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, whether I've made it up or I've just reeled it off, I think that's uh, a prime moment for a little bit of uh, Heather Small. What have you done today to make you feel proud? Well, funny enough, uh, I had one the other day and I forgot to film it. And then I realised I had filmed it and I realised I'd posted it. And that is what my days have become. (laughs) Memory loss. Uh, So I'd like to um, just bring this to your attention. because I'm feeling quite lightheaded, to be honest, after <laughs> ruling off that. <laughs> well, yeah, which is maybe why the have a small thing. Um, if I was to play that to someone who didn't know who <laughs> you were singing, <laughs> might, um, unfortunately, I hate to break this to you, it might say, who the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Alan Partridge. <laughs> Let's just remember M people for a second, because mm. I think like many of the greats from back in the day, Hit after hit after hit, you know, yeah. moving on up. Search for the hero. One night in heaven. One night. You know. One night. Oh. oh, God, what's up? to be voice there. One what night. have you done to do? What? Wait. wait. Oh, what have you done that. to do? No way. Wait there. <laughs> Just instead of interrupting, give me my moment, please. My one night in heaven. Um... What have you done today to make you feel bad? Too low. It's too low, if anything. <laughs> have it's you what, heard her? It's up here. Ah, like that. Ah, Te- oh, testify as well. What a tune that was. Oh, we need to bring her back. What's she up to? <laughs> she can't be busy, can she? Right, I'm down to 5% on my battery. Um, so it's probably about time I'm to wrap gonna... up. Well, yeah, just quickly, I'll leave you with this then. <clears throat> Black liver glove, no sequins. Buckles on the jacket, it's a lack shit. Nike crossbody, got a piece in it. Got a dance, but it's really on some street. I'ma show you how to get it. It go, right foot up, left foot slide. Left foot up, right foot slide. Basically, I'm saying either way, we're about to slide. Can't let this one slide. Don't you want to dance with me? No? I could dance like Michael Jackson. I could give you fog passion. It's a thriller in the trap where we from. Sorry, Baby. What, what passion? Fog. <laughs> they were at number 14, weren't they, on the uh, AI <laughs> 
2,000 shorties want to tie the knot. 2,000 shooters on my brother's block. Petal off a rose like I love her not. Maybe not. I don't know what's wrong with... I don't know what's wrong with me. Alan Bennett now. I can't... (laughs) Won't stop, whoa. Yeah, never stop. Got so many oops, I'd be mistaken. Oops for other oops. (sighs) That is... A million, he's a platinum selling. What's the biggest sales you can sell? Probably billion. Well, no, no, but in terms of the gold disc, is it platinum disc oh, when you sell X amount of... Re- no, because you can go to like multi-platinum, Drake. can't you? Oh, well, that, that, he's multi-platinum. That's Drake, that is. Oh, well, that doesn't surprise and, me. Uh, yeah, but he's the, he's the fella who's had... Um, Hotline Bling. That's the. How did you know that? Because everyone knows that. There's a dance. Oh, is there? Yeah. You're going to have to do that for the Instagram, aren't you? Okay, I'll do it after this. Did you see the other one people are doing the weekend? Yes, my brother did it. Very, T- very good. T- TikTok, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I had to sign up just to see it. Oh, did you? Yeah, that's it now. My, um, in TikTok world. Just quickly, if people are. If we get enough listens to this, I will post the one my dad did with his now wife, Tina. If I get enough listens, I will ask permission to upload that because it is. I'll send it to you either way. Okay. Um, But but if this reaches, so people have got no, no, and Christ, if they've lasted the top 40, I'll be surprised. (laughs) But if they've made it this far, They've got to now like and subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. If they can, review it. Yeah. And they've got to share it and spread the word. If this gets over three figures or whatever, um, I will upload my dad's TikTok dance. There we go. Because you can't buy anyone and a pint not... right now, can you? No, I can't. I... We can have a virtual beer. We could have a virtual meetup. But... Um... It's taken us long enough to arrange this, so let's not promise anything. Okay. It's been lovely chatting with oh, you. Oh yeah, it's been great. I mean, I, you know, even if this doesn't uh, work out in terms of recording, it was it was still a lovely evening. Well, yeah, and I I do think the video record could work well. So, um, and maybe we'll do an ask us anything uh, on the video one, maybe, hmm. and people can see our responses via our facial expression, <laughs> disgusted or otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> That's your noise How you can do. They fi- Whenever you're disgusted. If... <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I got to the one the other day where both of Mike's were going through the slam dunk lineup. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Oh, well, how can they find you? Oh, well. <laughs> Please don't come and find me. Um... At Liam Toms. And LiamToms.com. And I am I am at Run With Ed and we are obviously at Two Track Mind Pod. Please follow us on all the socials. And yeah, like and subscribe and share if you want to and let us know you've done it because it you know, we will give you some plaudits in future episodes. Nicely done, right. mate. Nicely done. Right. Let's say goodnight. Night night. Bye bye. Sleep well. Bye. Take care. Bye. Be safe.